All right, guys, thank you for that. We'll talk to you one more time before the end of our show today. We're going to welcome in our next live guest. And we've got Blythe Brumley joining us from Digital, Bitch, Digital Dispatch and Everything is Logistics. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on in the marketing space. And Blythe, thank you for joining us. Great to have you as always. Let's dig into blogging and chat GPT and AI and all of the good things. All of my favorite topics. And so from uh, f- there's a lot of worry that's going on in, in the world of blogging, the world of SEO. Is SEO dead? Uh, how do we even treat our blog articles? And so a big, big sort of discussion that's going on in the marketing world is how are we going to use these tools to elevate our content, but also not sound all the same and all sound like robots? So that, that is the big debate that's going on within the marketing world. And Beth, I can only imagine that if everyone is just using the same tools, really it'll just become saturated with a lot of the same jargon like you mentioned. Is this something that we're already starting to see or that we have seen in the past and now we just see people reacting quickly to it? Or is this going to be a new challenge altogether? I think it's a little bit of both. So for a while there has existed, and I I think, you know, a lot of marketers don't really want to admit it, but there's been low quality content that's been around for years now. There's there's this thing is called content mills. And what you do is you essentially pay a a writer overseas, you offshore your, you you offshore or you sort out your, your writing and you source it out overseas to an, a writer that, you know, is not, English is typically not their first language. It's typically really affordable. So it's tough to ignore that price point where you can get a thousand word article for maybe five to 10 bucks. But if you think about it from that lens, that five to $10 is just not going to be a very well-written article. Now with ChatGPT and other tools like this, like copy.ai or jasper.ai, there's, you know, other writing tools that, that seemingly are popping up every single day because of the ChatGPT sort of revolution that's going on, but it it's leading to a little bit better of an article, but you're right, it's going to all start to sound kind of the same. That's why I, I, I preach to the high heavens of using these tools to get you there about 80%, and then you have to be the one to fact check it. You have to be the one to make sure that it sounds like it's in your voice, your brand voice, before you ever hit publish, because you are still responsible for, for hitting publish on that article. So if you are going to use these tools, use them to your advantage so that then that way you can cut to the chase when it comes to ideation, when it comes to you know coming up with an outline for an article. It still needs to be you driving the ship, but it can help to, to get you there a little bit faster if you use these tools to your advantage, but you can't let them do all the work. I think right now from a consumer standpoint and, and a content consumer standpoint, that is, we're all just kind of used to this like low buzz of like, content that's not great, right? Like we read it and we're like, ah, this is like, it's words on a paper and it's giving me information, but it's just not good to read and it doesn't feel nice. So when things are written really, really well, when you can tell that someone has put some good perspective or some good thought and time into this article, it really pops out. Are we going to lose kind of that differentiating factors? We see ChatGPT and these tools get a little bit more honed in on their craft And can the average content consumer now, are we going to lose that kind of line in the sand that tells us, hey, this was written by a person versus this was written by an AI algorithm? So I, I love that you brought that up because there there is sort of a movement going on within a, a lot of marketers and just people who sell online that they are listing their products as this is solely written by human. And it's like, okay, well, 
Did you use SEO to come up with the keyword research? Did you use Google Docs, you know, to, with their, their autofill function? Uh, or did you use spell check? All of those are different sort of forms of artificial intelligence that we have been using for years, but now it's sort of come into the, the mainstream where it's going to be, you know, quote unquote, taking people's jobs, where it's really taking the mundane parts of the job. So when it comes to the future of sort of just content outlook altogether, you, you have uh, Substack is, is a great example of long form content still working really, really well. Their growth rate is has been unstoppable over the last few years. And it has a direct, you know, sort of you write the blog on that platform and you're, you're emailed out to all of your audience. You have the option to upcharge for that content. So there is a monetary path to using long form content. But then on the flip side, where you could use really tools to your advantage with the ChatGPT and these other writing style tools, then you could create FAQs, you could create different guides, you know, maybe you're, you're selling a freight tech software stack, and you have frequently asked questions, and you need help with writing those frequently asked questions. That's where ChatGPT can really come into play and can really help you craft out those long form articles that you're really going to need help with and are frankly, just kind of boring, but you're writing them to appeal towards the people who are going to search engines to get an answer to their question. So if you can use sort of a combination approach of what questions is my audience asking? Are they actually asking it on search engines? Or are they going to, you know, other people and asking what they're doing, find out where that audience or where that conversation is taking place, and then craft your content accordingly, you could be having this discussion over on LinkedIn, where you could be writing articles on that platform, and it's immediate distribution to a wide range of your audience. And you could also be writing it on your website as well for those additional resources. So that when someone is looking for your company, or they have heard of your company before, or they're searching for a solution to that specific problem, then ideally that your solution, your brand pops up, the user sees that they come to your site, they get a little, you know, they, they get a good vibe, they get, you know, trust icons mean the world. Are you active on social? Do you have reviews? Uh, have you been in this industry for a while? All of those questions that uh, someone is trying to get answered as they come to your site and try to see if you can really solve their problem like they think you can. So for a lot of us in the freight tech space right now, obviously companies rely on kind of white papers and things like research papers. We do a lot of those here at Freight Waves. And that comes with technical analysis of a, the a data set or data that's coming out. And then also with interjected opinion and expert opinion and commentary about that data set, right? Taking data, making it understandable, and then making that actionable. Do you think that we get to a point where AI becomes either one or both of those prongs where AI gets smart enough to the point where it can do that technical analysis of the data set, but maybe not quite the expert opinion? Or do we, we see a point where it takes over both of those? I think that we will get to a point where it can write these complex theories that, that that talk about problems and analyze data sets. I mean, that that is sort of the the real big strength of these large language models. Now, what that next phase is going to look like is that we have a lot of these platforms that are open to the public, you know, uh, Google's Bar, ChatGPT, of course, but those are built on, you know, the pretty much the entirety of the internet or up until 2021, unless you have browsing capabilities, which is another, you know, is next level, I guess, ChatGPT just Discussion. So, but when it comes to the, that kind of, I guess, road of where we're headed, the personal large language models are going to be the future. Taking your data sets, your white papers, your research papers, loading them into one data set, and then building a large language model on top 
of your own proprietary data set. So I see that playing a very large role. And I, I've, I've heard of some writers, I plan on testing this myself, but I've heard some writers that they will take their entire catalog of blog content, video transcripts, audio transcripts, and they will load it up into their own personal large language model and then have ChatGPT trained on their style, their unique style, and then writing articles in their unique tone. So that's one aspect of it. But on the flip side, you know, robots are very, uh, they, it, 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 with a robot, it has to be programmed. And to be programmable, it has to be able to be deciphered by humans. So intelligence, emotional, nuance, industry experience, context of where you're using all of that information into present day or even looking at the past, all of those things are very, very difficult to be programmed. And so I'm a little hesitant on some of those things taking place because that's where human intelligence, human nuance and perspective is really going to play a strong role. You can use these tools as your co-pilot but I would not trust them to fly the entire plane. Blythe, definitely sounds like there's some fine tuning to happen here, but still a lot of advancements going on. Thanks so much for joining us today. If people want more of your content, how can they find you? You can check me out at everythingislogistics.com. That's where all my socials, podcasts, newsletter, all that good stuff is at. Everythingislogistics.com. Awesome, Blythe. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you.